views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Super, super welcome. Welcome to the show. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. For those of you that are listening to the show, like on your radio, it's like very cool to be connecting with you. For the rest of you that are looking at uh, Facebook Live, awesome, awesome, awesome to be connecting with you. Great show today. Uh, Listen, what is it about our lives where we struggle to find our place? You know, we know where we're born. We know that we're part of something. But somehow we just yearn to figure out why we feel so lost. You know, why even in the most loving setting sometimes you could feel like you're disconnected. Well, we've got somebody joining us on the show today, Claire Candy Huff. And by the way, fabulous radio show. Many of you know her radio show. You're going to hear more about it here in a minute. But one of the things I love is we get to talk about what each of our journeys about. Today, it's about her journey. Um, for many of us, we've looked at our lives. We've checked the boxes off. We're thinking we've done a pretty pretty good dang job. And then all of a sudden, we realize there's more So for many, many, many years, we struggled to find our way. But this author, writer, angel practitioner, Reiki master teacher, international radio show host, inspirational speaker, Claire Candy Huff does one thing and one thing really well. She helps the rest of us. It doesn't matter what's going on in our lives. It doesn't matter where we are in the journey. She shares her passion, her purpose, and her life story so that we can become what we were truly meant to be. Today, One True Home. We're going to take a closer look at that, opening up some phone lines, and having some fun. Wow. Claire Candy, great to have you. It's wonderful to be here again, uh, Dr. Pat. Pat, thank you so much. Pat, yeah, Benny calls me Pistol Pack and Patty. You can do that too. (laughs) Thank you you for inviting me back. And uh, I uh, have not been able to wipe the silly grin off my face as my book, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, the autobiography of myself, Angel Ariel, uh, went number one, not only in the USA, but Canada, Australia, Germany and England, and for the last three years, I have been saying to the universe, I am an international best-selling author, and I didn't put any restrictions on the how or the when, and bang, on 888, this book went number one on Amazon internationally in five countries. Let's talk about why, because this is what I was alluding to a little bit here in the introduction of the show. Um, I don't know how to explain it. But many of us have gone through life. We've checked off the boxes. You know, we've gone down the list of this is what I should do. This is what I should be. This is who I should be with all of the boxes. Right. And as we check off those boxes, what we realize in the scheme of things is we're still empty. We still feel lost. Yes. So I want to ask you, when you talk about your journey and you talk about this book, why do you think it's such a sensational smash hit? Uh, the reason it is because, A, of two things you just said, Dr. Pat, A, there are no shoulds. 
If we follow shoulds, then we follow the external, what groups and religions and organizations and our parents, our familial relatives and people say what we ought to, what we have to, what we should do by a certain age because our gender, because our religion, because of what our culture. And that restricts the magic, the miracles and the synchronicities that are ours because we are divine. We are multidimensional beings and we, ha- we are limitless and boundless. And the second thing you said is we check, check off the boxes. There yeah. are no boxes. Oh. There are no oh, ding, 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 ding. There are no boxes. Okay, so once we understand there are no shoulds and there are no boxes, then the universe becomes our playground. And then we can do, we can be, we can have whatever we wish, but we, all we are is pure intention. That's all we are. And the how and the when of life working out is not our providence. That's the providence of that higher source, he, she, it, all that is, the divine, the universe, whatever you want to call that, and the angels. And the more we tell it how expectations and attachments It has to work out, and also when it has to work out, we keep shrinking and making boxes for ourselves, and if it it doesn't work out this way, then we think we failed, then we think that we have not, uh, uh, you know, done um, everything that we could have when the universe wants to give it to us in for the greatest good of ourselves, but also because we are one consciousness for the greatest good of all concerned. So when I was saying this three years ago, I didn't magically (laughs) get a number one book on Amazon. I did my due diligence. I showed up every day and I did the last thing that God told me to do was my Angel Healing House radio program every Tuesday morning on Transformation Talk Radio at 9 a.m. And then uh, write my newsletters, write my blogs and help clients, um, you know, come back to their divine eternal natures and to write my books. In fact, every time I asked for clients, the universe told me, go write another book. <laughs> and you we know, will, it's funny. We're we'll talking provide for you. Oh. It's so funny we're talking about this because, you know, one of the things I love is your message resonates with millions. That's number one. The way that you speak to people, and I want to stop for a minute and talk about this because I think this is super important. You know, I've, I know you. I listen to your show. Here you are today. This one thing you and I have in common that we get the same feedback about. And as a matter of fact, later on, I'm going to share something from one of our, our listeners, Susan, sent us. Um, you and I, we're direct but kind. We don't beat around the bush, <laughs> but we don't waffle. That's true. We touch the hearts, and yet we go beyond the heart. And then we meet people where they where they are. That's what you do on your show. That's what we're going to do today. We're going to open up the phone lines for all of you out there, 1-800-930-2819. Also, Facebook. We also got the Facebook people. We're going to make sure we connect with you, too. 1-800-930-2819. But the reason that we're talking about this is because there's an emotion that you brought forth, and that's the emotion of love. I think that that transcends the words in a book, the waves of a radio show, but an energy that the world wants more of. That's why they want more of you. And and people are shifting to such a degree that they can tell the difference between those people who are just talking the talk and have uh, those spiritual people or gurus or whatever moniker they profess to call themselves, but they haven't turned the mirror back on themselves and they're not the walking example of it. And people are shifting to such a high degree now that they can tell those people who are not the example of that. And why would you go to somebody who is maybe technically brilliant and can espouse all of the spiritual knowledge when their life is in shambles or they they really haven't translated that? So, you know, be, be that which uh, you want to shine forth. Um, onto others. Um, And uh, the reason that we do it is because of two reasons. We're here to expand and we're here to grow. We're not, and to experience life. We're not here to figure out life. Life was never meant to be figured out. It was meant for us to 
um, connect with that, what I call our divine eternal nature, as we're a reflection of that God source. And then we shine that out. We serve the divine inside of us and utilizing our gifts and our talents and our abilities. And then we go forth and we share that with the world. And we share it with love, with no other yeah. agenda at all. And most people don't do that because they want to get their identity outside of themselves. And, you know, and, you know, and, and then once we start on that track, then we diminish. We diminish who we are inside. You know, somebody said to me, the ego is like an egg. And I, I, I have some interesting friends. <laughs> I really do. I have some interesting friends. So the ego is like, an, I always wait for the punchline, right? I always think yeah. it's going to be like a little joke because I don't really get most jokes that are said to me. And, and they said, yeah, you just have to crack it open. So, you know, here I am and I go, oh, okay, but how do I know how to cook it? <laughs> What, how do I know what to do with it once I've cracked it open? Uh, because I live in the world of possibilities. Am I going to have my ego scrambled? Am I going to just have the egg white? Am I going to have the yolk? Maybe I'm going to have a poached. How about eggs benedict? How yeah. about converting my, my ego? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, that's, that's true. You know, we, we, can, we are not our thoughts. We are not our feelings. We can change those in a heartbeat. But to answer how you deal with the ego is you come to, I love the expression, come to me as a child. Mm -hmm. A child doesn't try to figure things out. A child only lives in the, what I call the nanosecond of the now, the present moment. And the child lives in wonderment and enchantment as to the possible, the, 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 uh, endless possibilities of what could magically happen. And when we live in those uh, energies of that wonder and enchantment, it's amazing. Miracles happen to those who believe that they can happen. And you I know what I love my life. Yeah. And I love this about your books too. And, you know, we're talking about the book and we're talking about, you know, being out in the world, being there, being out in the world, doing another book, doing another edition, doing another, whatever that is. You know, for me, every time I hear the, you know, spirit tap me on the shoulder, shoulder I launch another channel. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you know, why not? Right. Exactly. Um, but let's talk about soul contracts. If very important. Should. Okay. Very important. Yeah. Nobody, nobody plays the human game, this funny little meat suit that we're in, <laughs> <laughs> you know, without having a basis on and a foundation on which to come in. So we write our soul contracts and we write this with the etheric council. Some may call them the white brotherhood. No, they're not racist. It's the light coming off of them. As I lovingly call them the elders. Uh, these are the uh, sage wise group of ascended masters who we stand before and we, we and they take all our book of life off the shelf, open the contract and open the book and we write our contracts. Now, we choose souls from our soul family, our soul group family, um, which there might contain hundreds of thousands of uh, souls, maybe a million, um, that are most like us in their, their energetic signature. And this is uh, for us to draw each other to ourselves to help us in some way uh, complete karma, unfinished business, or, or um, to um, invent or, or create something together. Um, and the reason we do this is because to learn our lessons. We help them and they help us. So my, uh, my grandfather could have been my a love in a different life. My mother could have been my daughter. You know, I could have been her mother or her auntie. And, and these are mere actors in the theater of our life. When we understand this, we understand that everyone we meet, from the guy at the, the uh, organic grocery store I go to, I mean, I don't have a, a love relationship with him, but, you know, I, every day just about I see him and this is a relationship. So some people play big parts and some people play small parts. So that's the, that's the group we choose from. Then just as important, we choose our gender. We choose our circumstances, whether we're going to be rich or poor. We choose our, and, and some of my greatest lives, lives were when I was in abject poverty and all of my freedoms and liberties were taken away. 
everyone would like to think, oh, I was Napoleon, or I was Cleopatra, <laughs> or I was, you know, you know, somebody important. But this book shows us that each life is vastly important, and it's not the circumstances. We choose our zodiac sign and our time of birth to create a personality and characteristics that are so important for the lessons that we chose to work on, and we choose those in the book, One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness. Um, it shows how uh, each life is the lessons that we choose are built on the former life of the lessons that we learned or that we didn't learn, and that we have to cement them and work on them more, or maybe we failed to learn them last time. But uh, there certainly is no failure in heaven, and the greatest thing about these soul contracts is they give us a kind of, you know, a checklist, if you want to say, right. you know, I, come it's in. It's kind of like a little navigation map, though, too, right? It is. It's kind of like... Like you and I, and you've heard me say this, I, I said to you that I honestly, I don't have a business plan for this, for what we're doing here. I don't have some big coach that came in and said, oh, why don't you do like a network? I dialed the wrong phone number. Now, if that's not a sole contract, I don't know what Absolutely. it is. Absolutely, right. and and mo and many people will will uh, they'll keep trying to force life and control and push it to the way they expect things to happen. But every time I ask for clients, and <laughs> the posse of angels, uh, my angelic family said to me, "No, go write another book." And <laughs> and and so I have many books in the hopper waiting to come out. Um, and then the the amount of interviews and radio and TV that I'm getting now. It's just extraordinary. They're, and I don't even have to look for them. They're all flooding in. So this message and for people to find the books can then go out. Um, I often say that, uh, you know, we make plans and God laughs. But, <laughs> you know, I love that expression. But it's but it's true. Um, and if you want that roadmap, listeners, viewers, um, then Make set your intentions, set your desire. If you want to be a number one best selling author on Amazon, and then follow the signs and the angels that the that um, the signs and the signals that the angels and God send you, and it may be totally illogical, it may be irrational, you can't figure it out, but step forward, take inspired action when you're given that sign, and then then doors open on the other side of that and miracles happen. So uh, back to those soul contracts, I think it's a, a, an extraordinarily um, important thing for people to understand that this physical life we're living now is not the be-all and end-all. I mean, we've done this, many of us have done this many, many times before, and, um, and to understand uh, and take accountability and responsibility that, that we co we co created. That's right. And so there are no mistakes then, right? No, absolutely. Nothing is a mistake. Being with my abusive, abusive uh, husband, which I write about in the sequel to Yes, um, yes. True Home. I am an Hold angelic the book walking. Up. There we go. I am an angelic walking. The autobiography of me, Angel Ariel, who through a soul exchange came into the body through an angelic walk-in experience in uh, January 11th, 2003. Um, that uh, that abusive marriage, 22 years, 26 years together. He was he was an extraordinary spiritual teacher because of the abuse. She was given an opportunity to find her voice and to exert her independence and. We so often choose souls, yeah. not just fluffy, loving souls no. who are compassionate. We choose some who are who seem to be evil and poisonous and playing this contrasting game in order to push our buttons, in order to cause drama and irritation, in order for us to grow and rebel against. Oh, and it's yeah. sometimes not till we cross over, we go, thank you. And we meet this other person in heaven. Thank you so much for playing that role because I learned unconditional love, tolerance, and forgiveness for somebody who was 180 degrees opposite from me. Yeah, you know what I love about this and also in your book, you know, the thing that is so important for all of us to remember is that when we think about 
you sharing your story, here's what it does. What it does is it helps millions of people realize they are not alone. You know this. You hear this from the people that call into your show and you work with. That we have millions of people, millions and millions, that have had experiences and have either been made to feel bad, shamed, insane, right? All of the Mm, above. All of the above. All of the above. And yet, when we look at this and we look at the beauty and the love, you know, in, the, in your face, we look at your eyes, we look at your soul, your heart that opens. See, this is really how you make it safe for people. You see what I'm saying? You make it safe for people to trust you with their lives and their soul. And I think that is the greatest gift we can give people today in today's world. I agree a hundred percent. I've some lots of people have said you are so courageous to come out and to tell your story. Um, not not only the story of abuse, but the story of of you being an angelic walk-in. Um, and when the posse of angels had me put <laughs> my my when I came to putting a cover on this, and I asked the posse of angels, they said, "There's only one one uh, choice. You must put your face." on the cover of this book. Yeah. And and although I've spoken about it uh, just really openly in the last really five years, come out of the spiritual closet, if you may, um, <laughs> that was really owning it. And by me being authentic and honest and open and all of those things transparent in telling my own story unabashedly, unashamedly, it helps others to know that it's safe for them to tell their own story as well. You know, a lot of people say, um, well, I don't believe it. I don't believe that Angel Ariel is in the body now. And I said, I didn't write this story for you to believe it. Mm. I didn't write this story for anyone. I wrote it to be as authentic and honest and share my story with others. And uh, in this way, I am a true a steward of being of service to the divine because that's what I was told to do. Where it's going and who believes it or doesn't believe it, that's not my dog. I mean, it's, it, it doesn't have it's anything not, to do with me. It's not your <laughs> dog and it's not my cat. Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, people are like, what do you, why do you have to go bigger, Pat? Why do you, why, why? why? Because the world is asking for more. Yeah. And for us, we are we don't even consider ourselves, by the way, this you'll find this interesting. Um, Ariel is my guardian angel. Oh, isn't that a lie? Yeah. <laughs> um, when I ask the question, how do I reach more people to help them live life full out? How do I reach more people? So that if there's anything you and I and others can do so that they may not have to agonize in the things that happen in life. Not that we're going to be able to avoid them, but so that they don't have to suffer. You know, in my case, my mother commits suicide. I'm homeless at 17. You know what I'm saying? The list goes on and on and on. Abusive relationships, narcissists, people. I I mean, all of that never really, never really hit my soul hard enough for me to say, I'm going to change my mind about helping people. Never. Mm. Never. Yeah. But if we can help people by sharing what you're sharing, the stories. I was reading in the book, and I can't remember exactly where it was. And it was a dialogue about the pain, you know, about the pain, feeling the pain. We can feel the pain, can't we? But we don't have to become our pain. We don't have, and also you bring up a good point. Um, Everyone has challenges in their life because if you don't have challenges, then you don't grow. But suffering is optional. Yes. Once you once you rise above and you realize that you and God's source, all that is, is. You both have a a hand on the helm of this ship and you're both steering the ship. Then you know that you're a co-creator and that you can change your reality. 
and that through your thoughts, through your feelings, through the, the your um, uh, the things uh, that you, the words you say, your actions, and all of this. And so, once you understand this, uh, then then it doesn't become pain. It's more like it becomes a challenge in your life. And challenges are not problems. Challenges no. are there just to show that you are ready to step up and to grow. Now, I want to bring up something really important before I forget. Please. God bless Louise L. Hay. Oh. And, it's, and it's not it's not a happen chance. I haven't read this anywhere. It's not a happen chance or a coincidence that she crossed over after that solar eclipse and where the conscious collective is now stepping up to. Okay, those of us that are conscious on the planet, her crossing over because she didn't die you know she's she's living in the non-physical because she she chose to cross over it is a signal for everyone out there that uh that wants to be authentic and tell their story to the world and to for them to to shine and to be seen we are the next wave of spiritual teachers to step into those shoes and to present ourselves to the world as she did. And when you see the arc of her life, she didn't start out as Louise L. Hay, huge, you know, splattered all over the place. She used her love and her compassion and she plugged that into helping AIDS victims. In New York, absolutely. In In New New York. York. Yeah. And, yeah. then she, and then she grew that way. But so much of our lives grows out of our love and our focus and an attention on that which we absolutely adore and love doing. Um, like a good garden will grow. We tend it with love. A beautiful meal, you know, you can have the greatest of, of ingredients and it doesn't taste the same if it's not made with love. And so each one of us now... Louise gave us an extraordinary signal that, okay, I've done my dash. You, you need to step up now and to shine that onto the world. I, I love what, let's take a short break. I love what you're saying because here's why. I love to step up. I, that's my term. I love that step up thing. You know, for 14 years, I've been asking the question, what would you do if you knew you could not fail? I, and I got to tell you, Claire, I, 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 got, I got annihilated on air from people in the self-help new thought community. Everybody's like, Pat, you got to rewrite the question. You got to rewrite the question. I'm like, rewrite it to what? What do you want? What, what, what am I rewriting it to? Well, you don't want to say the word fail. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Homeless, 17. Uh, 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 what's the word? What am I going to yeah. replace? Well, what would you do? New? What would you do if you knew you could su- succeed? I'm like, you know what? That's probably something Wayne Dyer would say. That is just not something Dr. <laughs> Pat Basile over here, this girl from the Bronx, Patty from the Bronx, would not say. Oh, what would you do? What the heck are we doing? Let's take a short. Break. <laughs> Let's take a short break. We come back. Hey, anybody want to call in? We'd like to do some angel. Angel goodness, I like. We like to do it. But before we go to break, how can people get a copy of the book? How can they find out more about you? All of the above. All of the above. Go to angel www.angelhealinghouse.com. Angel Healing House, the name of my business. That phone number is 831-277-3716. You can email me at candy, C-A-N-D-Y, at angelhealinghouse.com. Or you can call into my radio show or listen in, Angel Healing House Radio, every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Transformation Talk Radio. And on Facebook Live, too. And on Facebook Live, too. And my books are on Amazon as well. Awesome. Let's take a short break, everyone. 1-800-930-2819. You want to find out what your angels are saying to you? Maybe, maybe even find out what I'd like to say to you. Then again, I don't want to scare you away. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. And the world's alive with the sound of kids on the street outside. Have you wanted to be intuitive or psychic but thought those gifts were only for certain people? Hi. 
My name is Deb Acker, and in addition to being the host of Truth Talk Radio, I'm an intuitive life coach and energy healer. I clear energy blocks to all areas of life, including intuition. Did you know that we're all intuitive, but many times we receive certain messages in our childhood that block us from being able to tune into our intuition at all times? What if you could clear these blocks to access your gifts and always know the truth in any given moment? Don't think it's possible? I was there not long ago. I thought only others had these gifts and you were either born with it or you weren't. I now know we're all intuitive and you can clear the blocks that stop you from being able to access your intuition on all levels. On the other side, I now help others to become intuitive, even psychic. And if this resonates for you and you're ready to own your intuitive powers, I'd love to gift you with my pattern identification session. Simply contact me on the contact page of my website, deborahacker.com. That's D-E-B-O-R-A-H-A-C-K-E-R.com. And let me know you heard about this gift through Transformation Talk Radio. I look forward to connecting soon. Are you feeling stagnant or blocked in your love life, career, health, or finances? Experiencing difficulty focusing or setting and achieving goals? Tune in to Spiritual Diagnostics Radio with psychic visionary healers Carol Dorian and Justice Welling. Discover the cause and effect of unwanted patterns in life. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit spiritualdeed.com. Hi there. My name is Audrey Michelle, host of Rewired Life Radio and a spiritual growth coach. I talk about this all the time on my show, listening to your body and acting on intuition. What do these things even mean? Here's the thing. About 10 years ago, I figured out I was doing it all wrong. I mean, I wasn't unhappy, but was I really happy? And then life sent me a spiritual smackdown like it does because I wasn't listening to my best resource, my body and my intuition. I was living from a place of fear. I was stressed and I was in pain and I seemed to be happily unhappy. Mostly I just didn't know what I didn't know. And what I didn't know was that my body and my intuition had all the tools I needed to live life as my best self. I'm sharing the tools I have learned over the last 10 years of my healing journey in my online class, Soul Awakening, beginning September 19th. Learn more. Go to AudreyMichelle.com slash awaken. That's Audrey Michelle spelled M-I-C-H-E-L dot com slash awaken. Hi, this is Laura Richer, host of On The Verge Radio. Sometimes you hear encouraging messages like transform your life now, become empowered, create the life you crave, and it all seems overwhelming and you're not sure where to start. I'm here to tell you that self-improvement is not always fun and easy, but it is always worth it. The path to creating positive changes begins with releasing the things that have been holding you back. Then you can create a life that inspires you. I know this because I've done it. You can find out more about what I do by visiting my website, seattlehealinghypnosis.com. I look forward to supporting you on your journey. everybody welcome back oh my gosh claire candy huff is in the house i am look at this i am an angelic walk-in um and you know claire is probably not going to say very much about it but let me do that for her when you read this book you're taking on a journey as if you are she you're taking on this journey that is pretty much about life, love, divine love, if I might say, the angelic realm, every inclusive element of our humanity is talked about in here. And she shares a journey that so talks about our waking, walk in, walk through, step up, and live life full out lives. And, you know, I got to say, I got to say, I am so grateful for you. And I want to thank you for this. I am so grateful for you. 
because we need to feel like we are part of something, even if the things around us, Claire, even if the things around us are looking at us and saying, nope, nope, you're not enough. Nope, you're not worthy. Nope, you need to go get this done to your face. Nope. So thank you for doing that. Um, yeah. Let's talk about what you've written here and how it might help heal the world. Absolutely. Well, um, the book is I Am an Angelic Walk-In. And just briefly, um, a walk-in is a soul exchange. And it happens because a a soul on the earth plane, a human soul, um, is in such despair and suffering that they no longer want to live out their contract. Um, they don't have enough puff in the tank. They don't have enough life force energy to keep going anymore. They're in. They're flying their plane in the dark, basically, in a dark, dark fog. And they don't ask this consciously because you can't ask for a walk-in to occur consciously because if you ask it and you're, you're high enough vibrational frequency to know what a walk-in is, then you need to experience your life uh, in hardship and ad adversity, which will help you get beyond to, the, to triumph, those challenges. Um, and, uh, but, I, but knowing that she could not keep her life force anymore going, I started to visit her, I, Angel Ariel, two and a half years before, and um, uh, decided uh, with her uh, that we would make a soul exchange. This is in no way like possession, as it's a hundred percent agreement, and uh, and it could and we decided on an intersection episode, which is could be during a uh, surgery, a near death experience, um, an accident, um, and somehow when the person wakes up or walks away, that the only one that survives is they're somehow changed. And and ours was during uh, was during a very deep meditation. And uh, where she walked out and I walked in, not just to have another walk around the planet, yeah. but, uh, you know, <laughs> walk-ins walk in with a very, very important mission. First of all, they have to take responsibility for cleaning up the life of the former soul, which if they were dark enough inside to not want to continue the life, then... Um, then everything about their life, their relationships, their careers, everything was dark. So clean up that life, clean up the body, which was living on two packs of cigarettes a day and like 10 coffees, uh, 10 black espresso coffees a day. <laughs> she was anorexic and suicidal. Um, so once you take on that responsibility um, and clean up the body, then you can get on with your mission. Um, and that's pretty much what happened on Jan January 11th of 2003. And then I went on to create Heaven on Earth for myself, as I drew to myself my twin flame, my beloved Pete, um, and I tell that remarkable story in that book of how we met, and none of that is exaggerated, um, and uh, how we've come together as the twin flames, marrying the um, uh, gifts and talents of one. He's in the film industry, the gifts and talents of myself as a writer, actually, we're both writers, to bring this message out to a wider audience. And uh, the, we're the best of buddies, we're the best of friends. You know, a lot of people have told me that three months after I walked, I walked in and I wrote that decree to God, that sacred pact that said, I have compromised myself when it comes to love. I will show you that I will turn the mirror back on myself and I will be what I'm looking for. And when I took responsibility, I wrote, we are the best of friends. Um, uh, we travel the world together. We work together. Nothing, no fame, no success, no ego, no money is more important than this mm -hmm. relationship. Um, and we allow each other to be exactly who we are. And then the universe crafted and knew exactly what I was looking mm -hmm. for. And, wow. at that com and, that at and that six months later, at that come as your favorite rock star party, I went as Stevie Nicks. He came as Elvis. And five days later, he asked to marry me. And he wanted oh. to ask me. He wanted to ask to marry me after three days, but he thought he would wait for five. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Listen, <laughs> we've got some callers want to connect with you. How about Wonderful. we go to the phone, see what we can do, Mr. Benny? Who do we want to go to first? We'll take Anne from Northern Virginia. Hello, Anne. Anne. Hey, Dr. Pat. How are you? I'm rocking it, sister. How are you? <laughs> I am good. And hello to Claire, Claire Candy. Claire Candy. Is that, did I yeah. say that? 
Yes, hello. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I um, was wondering if you had a few minutes to, to listen to what I had to say. Um, I uh, Let's see. I don't know if it's because of the eclipse, but uh, I cook for a living. I was a teacher for many years, and then I cook for a living now, and I have always had to do things on my own and raise this on my own. But there, there are times that I, I feel it more now that I love the cooking. I do want to write a memoir because I do feel that I've had a very different kind of life and I can help other people. And sometimes I wonder, because I've done it all, that there are just times, um, and maybe you can guide me along right now, that sometimes I just don't want to do it all. <laughs> and I do want to write the memoir, but I just feel very tired right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, when you when you were and what was your name? It, 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 co- it cut out. Anne. Anne. Okay. Anne. When you when you were speaking, um, it reminded me of a dear friend who lives up in the Monterey Bay Peninsula. Um, she was born in the forties. Uh, she was at Woodstock. She was one of those people that rode the boats uh, for Greenpeace. You know, spraying them. You know, as they were killing whales. Yeah. Uh, she she was burning her bra. She was you name it. And she's been doing this. She has been doing this for fifty, sixty plus years. And um, and I was ex- I was when I was explaining how excited I am at the age of sixty two to you know be presented with new things and to, you know, get my message out there. Uh, She said, well, Candy, she said, I'm different. She said, I'm just tired. I want to play with my grandchildren and I want to grow my vegetable garden. And she said, "Uh, could you ask the posse of angels if there's anything that's untoward about that? And I said, absolutely not. You are you are at the stage where you're one of the wise crones, Anne. And the wise crones can help in so many ways. It doesn't have to be in just a certain way. So the posse of angels are saying, you have earned your stripes, Anne. You don't give yourself enough credit for how much you've helped to transform and transmute this beautiful world of ours, regardless of what you see in the news, regardless of what the media shows us and what we are, what, what is pushed in our faces a lot of the times, you, you mm-hmm. have been an, a, a pivotal, a pivotal, conscious, awakened member to cause this enlightenment on the planet. And they only want you to do now, which brings you joy. But they want to tell you, and they're showing me Julia Child. Why are they showing me Julia Child? (laughs) They're saying that you could write such a beautiful memoir. I don't know if you blog. I don't know if you write a newsletter. You are witty. You are charming. You are, uh, you've had a wealth of experience as this experience crone. And then this book Mm -hmm. would go out to provide, you could even have a cooking show on Blog Talk Radio. Mm. Um, you know, for free. Oh, you know. <laughs> okay, yeah. so so you're, the world, they're saying the world is your oyster and wherever you want it to take you will be the best and the, you cannot fail. As Dr. Pat says, yep. you cannot mm-hmm. fail what, because the universe desires what you desire. And if you do it with creative joy, passion, enthusiasm, and love, then it will connect you to the abundance of the world and provide more opportunities and connections for you to have that abundant love and creativity uh, enhanced, promoted, and supported and encouraged by the universe. Let's pull one card for you, and let's see what comes out for this card. Uh, This is... The uh, ten, I love this card, the Ten of Cups, which is the Sunshine Lollipop and Roses card. This is the epitome, the, the epitome of your emotional fulfillment. And that's all they want you to do. Please don't try to figure it out. Let yourself be little Anne, that little girl inside of you. Get excited, whatever it is, radio, blog, write a book, don't write a book, whatever it is, you will be of an integral puzzle piece of the world and make such a difference by just being who you enthusiastically are. I love it, Anne. Like Thank you, Anne. Today. We're both your cheerleaders, Anne. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? 
You, you yeah. know, look at one rock star and to another rock star, Claire Candy, the rock star of the angelic realm, you know, uh, uh, all of us rock stars together. This is how the world gets changed. One, two, yeah. three. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ann. Claire, I think we have time, Benny, maybe for one more, right? We do. Let's uh, take a look and see what we've got. Let's go with uh, Francis. Francis is calling in from Seattle. Hello, Francis. Hi, Francis. Hi, Francis. Hi, Hi, Dr. Hat. Hi, Claire Candy. Hi. Um, I have my, my question for you is I have um, just pretty much come out of um, surviving in life, and I mean emotionally from childhood stuff. And that's a great place to be, but I just feel like I'm kind of new here. Um, I'm saying, okay, here I am. Um, I'm not completely filled up energetically wise, but I need to figure out what to do in the world financially to take care of myself, which is challenging because I'm not materialistic. So that's been a, a bit of a challenge to get motivated to do work that pays the bills and all of that. So when people say, well, do what you want, I'm saying really what I want right now is to just to thrive. So I've got the feelings of what I want to do but I have the hesitation. Okay. All right. right. Francis. Okay. Okay, Here we go. Okay. Here we go. The posse of angels is saying not now doesn't mean not never. Okay. It's more important for you now to build up your energies inside, build up your energies inside by nurturing and nourishing the beautiful soul of who you are now, you know, um, uh, do those things that create that softness, that compassion, that empathy for yourself. Get yourself to a place where you're physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, you feel um, uh, like you're balanced, like you feel like this beautiful you know, womanly vessel of who you are, you're filling it up. So then you can give to the world. Um, and one of the greatest ways that you can do this is you can bless exactly where you are now in gratitude and appreciation because gratitude and appreciation are two of the highest forms of healing. So because the universe can only send us the matching and the aligned energies of what we are inside, the more that you nurture yourself, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, you need to go out and find a job. But any job you find now, if you're feeling less than inside, will be a compromise and settling for less. So they really want you to turn the mirror back on yourself, you know, uh, go over your life, see where doors are still flapping in the breeze, see where there's still not unconditional love and forgiveness for others, uh, see where you need to, and I, I help people do this. I help people close those doors so that they can fill themselves up with those positive, optimistic, you know, loving just absolutely love of self energies, and then the universe brings you what you desire. Um, let's pull you one card and see what comes out for you. You got the nine of cups, and the nine of cups, there's only one wish card out of a 78 deck, and you got it, Francis. So they want you to wish wish with all your heart if there were no obstacles if there was no certification if there was no no blocks no anything in your life what would you wish for maybe you can't answer it right now and what the only thing that will stop you is because you're not dreaming big enough but you got the wish card which is telling me that you long to have your wishes and your deep felt longings in your heart fulfilled. So their advice to you is to go opposite to what you're logically being told to do. Go find a job or, or look for a job. Nurture yourself and then watch for the signs that they send you to step forward into that employment opportunity. I love it. Wow, that was beautiful. And I love that you just shared that with her because I had to do the same. You know, I had to get myself physically fit, emotionally fit, spiritually fit, you know, before things could really go in the direction that I really wanted them to go in. So that was so beautiful. Francis, thank you so very much. Thank wow. Thank you, Francis. Um, 
you know, before we just get to the end of this hour, how can people work with you? Because you mentioned it, but I also want folks to know what's the best way and uh, as well as Francis, how can they get a hold of you directly? And then also they can tune into your show every week too. Absolutely. They can uh, tune into my Angel Healing House radio program, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on the lovely Transformation Talk Radio. And uh, I must, uh, before we end, tell people... um, have a session with me, don't have a session with me. That's what I'm not, not, I'm not all, all about that. What you can do in your life is, is practice the five important principles that Angel Healing House, my beloved business, has always been built on. One is to accept responsibility and accountability for your contribution to your life. And then in this way, you don't blame others, there's no fault finding, and you're not a victim. Okay, once we accept 100% responsibility for our contribution, then forgiveness comes in and we forgive others. But we don't forgive by saying, I forgive you, because that still apportions blame. We forgive by saying, please forgive me, a lot, a lot softer. The third is not having any judgment because someone else's life has nothing to do with you. That's their paradigm and their belief system of programming that they choose to follow. And then when we, we only judge what those things outside of ourselves, which are a reflection of what we have inside of ourselves. The fourth is put your emphasis on your gratitude and appreciation for your infinite blessings. And there are too many to enumerate. And the fifth is to unconditionally love yourself and others. Love yourself, not out of ego or selfishness. Love yourself because you are a divine reflection of God's source having been made in that higher image. And then we understand that, uh, that we live on, we are eternal and we are limitless. I love it. And by the way, angelhealinghouse.com. And now the book, people can get the book anywhere, right? They can get it at angelhealinghouse.com. You can get it by calling me at 831-277-3716. That's Angel Healing House. Um, or you can go on Amazon um, and, uh, and see that the I Am an Angelic Walk-In went number one. It went I- number one. And I'm so excited about that. And I want to just give a shout out right here to Susie. Susie, I got your card. I got your gift. And with your permission, I would love to read it on the next show I do. You know, Claire, listen, you heard me say we have the best listeners on the planet. Amazing. Absolutely incredible. I get something like this in the mail and I just cry. I just cry. How does it get any better than this? It doesn't. And you know what? We do what we do, not for the money. We do what we do, not for the exposure, for the fame or the ego or anything. We do it to make a difference in the world. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.